This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. America's war on terror has resumed in Syria. The target was the leader of the Islamic State, Abu Ibrahim al-Hashimi al-Qureshi. It was a successful mission. President Joe Biden gave the green light on Wednesday. On his orders, U.S. forces raided a building in northwest Syria. Al-Qureshi was boxed in with no escape in sight. He blew himself up. President Biden called Al-Qureshi's last act an act of cowardice. But we do know that as our troops approach to capture the terrorist in a final act of desperate cowardness, he, with no regard to the lives of his own family or others in the building, he chose to blow himself up, not just to the vest, but to blow up that third floor rather than face justice for the crimes he has committed, taking several members of his family with him, just as his predecessor did. This is a major victory in the war on terror, A, because of the high-profile target, and B, because of the timing. Around three years back, the Islamic State was routed from the battlefield. They lost their final enclave in Syria. But recently, there has been a resurgence. More recruitment, more attacks. We saw one last month. On the 20th of January, ISIS terrorists attacked a prison in Syria. Inside were Islamic State detainees. The U.S.-backed Kurdish forces were pressed into action. What followed was a 10-day standoff. Around 120 Kurdish fighters died. 374 ISIS terrorists were neutralized. The attack was a sign of the Islamic State's resurgence, something the Kurdish forces did point out. This attack showed the necessity of finding drastic solutions for the presence of the families of mercenaries in Al-Hol camp, the camp that has become a time bomb whose safety pin was removed. It also showed the importance of spending up trying Daesh terrorists through the formation of an international court. As long as we delay finding solutions for these problems and issues, Daesh benefits. How many terrorists does the Islamic State have? Reports say between 8,000 and 16,000. Most intel reports hint at a resurgence, so the U.S. had to respond. On Wednesday, they did. This was the biggest U.S. operation in Syria since 2019. The last one also targeted the Islamic State's leader, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. When Baghdadi died, al-Qureshi took over. He had been leading ISIS since 2019. By taking him out, the U.S. has contained the resurgence, at least for now. According to the Americans, there were no civilian casualties from the operation, but ground reports dispute that version. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights says that 13 civilians were killed, including four children and two women. The operation was carried out around midnight. The target was a densely populated area called Atme, near the Turkish border. This is how a local resident narrated that raid. At night, around 12.30 a.m., we thought we were hearing the sound of wind, since in the afternoon it was windy. But when we got out of the house, we saw aircrafts flying over our heads. And after 10 minutes, we heard them shouting at the residents, Give yourself up. The house is surrounded. 
While it is mission accomplished for now, the U.S. must also think about the long term. How can the ISIS be completely wiped out? The war ended three years back, but the post-war process was not followed. Even today, thousands of families of ISIS terrorists live in Syrian and Iraqi camps. Hundreds of terrorists are still in jail. But there is no due process, no trial, no prosecution. That is what the Kurdish fighters are calling for. Ex expedite the trials, prosecute these terrorists and punish them. Also, the family members. Right now, they live in massive refugee camps. These camps are hotbeds of ISIS resurgence. There must be a systematic plan to deal with them. In other words, to mop up after the war. If not, the extremist ideology will continue to fester. Equally important is political stability. In the last decade, the ISIS thrived on chaos and confusion. Even today, things are not any better. The Iranian proxies attack U.S. forces. Turkey attacks the Kurdish militants. Baghdad also has issues with the Kurds. ISIS thrives on this sort of confusion. Right now, their attacks are limited to sleeper cells. They do not have standing armies or weapons like last time. But that does not mean the fight is over.